boy, those low clouds moving in just about sun up and they just refuse to leave. It's your boy Jay-Z. Grab your hookah. Grab your shisha. It's time to smoke. What's going on, party people? We are back on the Hookah Shisha podcast. And you are now listening to episode two. Ladies and gentlemen, we made it. We have made it it. to the second episode. Um, You know, it took a lot for us to get here. Our our feet are wet in the podcast water. Last last episode, we said our toes are wet, but now we are sitting ankle deep in podcast water. We're getting uh, used to it, Sean. We're getting used to it. We're getting used to it. Do you say some royalties were coming our way sometime soon? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure uh, you know all of those the advertising royalties on Spotify. Yeah, it should be uh, it should be rolling in any, any day now. Get those royalty yeah. checks. Nice. I already yeah. had a direct deposit set up for my account, so oh, we'll work I that should out get on later. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you say? Sixty forty split. <laughs> yeah, my way. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> as uh, as we're getting things kicked off here. Um, it's getting crazy. And why is it getting crazy? Because we're moving into a different season. So spring is around the corner, which means a whole lot of things are going to start happening. A whole plethora. I wanted to get that word in there. A whole plethora of things are about to go down. And I'm not going to um, lie to you, Sean. I'm not excited for it. <laughs> I'm not excited. Well, one of the things that we're definitely not excited about, which always hits us in the office, is allergies. Allergies in Austin. We've got a lot of trees. We've got a lot of water, wildlife, pollen, mold, you name it. Uh, Austin is huge on that. So uh, once these seasons change, we're going to have some sniffles in the office. A lot of people are going to say, oh, no, I'm not really sick. I'm just, it's just allergies. And they'll still try and smoke your bowl. But I don't you have to it. make that ju- <laughs> yeah, you have to make that judgment call of uh, go find someone else or go make your own hookah or do you risk it for the biscuit and say just grab a mouth tip <laughs> and uh, let it go on because I, I feel like it's there's been a couple times where people have actually been really sick and not just allergies and it has spread. Um, one one thing that I will highlight is when we had the open bag of M&Ms in the the lobby. We had, instead of individual bags of M&M, we kind of had just one giant bag of M&Ms that everyone got to reach inside. And I think it was a good two days before (laughs) people started getting sick. (laughs) Not even. I mean, it was like flies, man. They just started dropping. It was, oh, no, we're we're five people short today. Oh, 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 we're four people short today. Oh, my God. It was, I luckily, I'm I'm fortunate because uh, I did not eat those M&Ms. Not for, like, hygienic reasons. They were just peanut M&Ms, and I'm not the biggest fan of them. I I would have like, I would have gone for it if they were ones I liked. I, I'm not above you, that. But are you familiar with them being called boy M and M's? No, and that just makes me <laughs> vastly uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, for some reason that's just been. <laughs> I thought that would have been more well known, but yeah, I've always heard as the peanut M and M's as boy M and M's. I don't know why. Oh, well, I mean, I know why. I mean, they've got nuts in them, but it's still like. Oh, <laughs> is that why? Uh, Did that not click? Right. Were uh, you just <laughs> no? All right, that makes more sense. It's less weird. What did now. you think? But it's still okay. kind of weird. It's still kind of weird, guys. 
Uh, okay, so uh, more things that happen in the spring. Uh, we'll ch- <laughs> we're gonna change our outfits, uh, and for Texas, that means it's uh, we're getting into our short sleeves and we'll get into our shorts. Um, that goes for some of us because uh, actually seeing Sean every day, it doesn't matter the temperature outside. No. Like if you use Sean to gauge what the weather was like outside you might end up in a hoodie with shorts and flip-flops <laughs> or yeah. you might end up somewhere else because I, I feel like you wear long sleeve shirts and pants, maybe even a jacket and it's the middle of summer. It's just, it's yeah. a little bit different. I, I pretty much have the same pair of jeans I wear every day. Um, they're not <laughs> dirty or anything gross, um, but no. Nah, they're Levi's. Built yeah, they're the Levi's. They're the Levi's. Exactly. You know, grade a quality right there um and usually it's like a flannel with like a tank top underneath just in case it's like hot or cold in the office sometimes a hoodie sometimes i just don't care and it's like sweatpants (laughs) and like just you know joggers or something like but usually i'm 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 feeling pretty good i'm feeling pretty toasty i uh you can never you can you can always you know you can always uh you know, kind of layer yourself to, to the situation. You don't necessarily need to go, you know, commit to a tank top and shorts or something. So Right, right. And in our warehouse, it's it's to explain this just a little bit, you know, we spend most of our days at the warehouse the, and it's a really, really uh, big balance of temperature within that building because, you know, you're in the warehouse, we have our bay doors open. So that means the sun is shining in, the hot air is blowing inside. So it's a hot, hot warehouse. But if you go inside to our, you know, our office area where uh, you reside, I reside, and you know the customer service area, it is cold. It is frigid, frigid, cold. And, <laughs> and then you so... get to the lobby, and it's this weird, like humid cold. Somehow, <laughs> I'm not really sure, but it just yeah, kind so... of doesn't feel right. And one of the things that you do not do is you do not tell people in the warehouse that it's hot. Because oh, you will get yelled at immediately. <laughs> you will not get anything done for a week. If, if you, like you need something from them, better ask in a week. Oh, yeah. Or you just you know you you keep that to yourself. You go back to your cold desk. You just hold uh, it you in. You hold it. Yeah. In. You don't you don't complain that it's cold where you're at. You know, it's just it's just a good day. You know, it's just a good day. Yeah. You know, you uh, can make, you can make some hot coffee and feel good. Like. So with the with the season change, uh, some palettes change. You know, when when October and follows around, people bust out the chocolates and the pumpkin and all the different sorts of spices and whatnot. Or you just you know smoke it whenever you want because it's your hookah and you can do that. But uh, with palettes changing, you know sometimes when the spring season you get a little bit more tropical, you get a little bit more fruity. Um, inside your bowl so we're gonna move things over to what we are smoking and um we're both pretty i would say routine like people where we kind of have Mm -hmm. the same setups kind of just going day after day so one thing i will point out for all future podcasts is uh that you might not see us change our setup too much because once we find something, I feel like, and you can speak on this a little bit more, but I feel like once we find something, we're pretty much set on that. Unless something were to happen crazy, like, you know, our hookah gets 
chopped in half or something like that. But uh, any other day, I feel like we're going to be using the same setup. So uh, jump into what you are smoking, Seth. Uh, so kind of true to your uh, explanation there. Uh, same hookah as last time. Uh, the Pharaoh's Griffin, uh, strangely enough. Um, yeah, I don't, it's, once again, it's my workhorse. It's my, it's, it's just my daily driver. Um, and I, I do tend, I do rotate, you know, hookahs every so often, but probably every couple of months at the most. Um, but what else am I smoking? So, uh, flavor wise, um, somewhat similar to last time. I uh, still got that kind of cranberry citrus flavor from the, uh, Nirvana, um, Nirvana Eclipse line. Uh, and I decided to throw some, uh, a little bit of extra citrus in there, some, uh, Azure lemon muffin. Um, Ooh. yeah, just, uh, going, I, I like my citrus. So, uh, you know, what can I say? Yeah. And that Azure, that muffin, whatever, whatever they're doing to make that muffin. I, I wanted, muffin. I wanted like a cranberry, like lemon, like orange muffin in my face. That's just really what I wanted. And it's turning out pretty good. So. That sounds good as just like a regular something to eat. That's that's what I'm saying. So that's literally how I get my mixes. Like, okay. I'm like, hmm, that would probably be a good snack. <laughs> and then I try it. And I'm what like, if yeah. I smoke it? <laughs> yeah, that is good. Like, I'm gonna go buy almonds. Get out of here. Like, <laughs> um, all right. Well, then on my side of town, um, I am using my Regal Melic because it's the king it's it's what i'm using and my lazy bowl is my vitria bowl and inside i'm mixing things up this time i am smoking one of my favorite social smoke flavors that you can find in our staff pick shisha section which is pretty much exactly how it sounds the shisha section that just has flavors that we've picked out that we really like and you can find it in our shisha category but the flavor that i am smoking today is social smoke Japanese yuzu, which Ooh. is, um, yeah, it's a, we're talking about citrus and we're talking about, you know, brightening things up just a little bit. Japanese yuzu is a delicious lemon flavor, but with this lemon flavor, I feel like it's like, um, <clears throat> you take some lemon and you dip it in just like a nice sweet honey coating, so to say. And it's got a nice little, it's got a nice warm bite to it. I feel like, you know, it's not your average lemon have fun, mix it up with some mint if you want, or just smoke it by itself to really kind of taste the uh, all the parts of what is this yuzu lemon. And um, when I was making this page, I actually got to do some research on the, the yuzu. And it was actually a fruit that was brought to Japan and Korea during the Tang Dynasty. And it was mm. met with creative enthusiasm. In Japan, they use a yuzu in combination with honey to create syrup for tea and alcoholic beverages. And there's more that you can find out about the yuzu on the Japanese yuzu social smoke staff pick page written by me. So that's how much I really like this. I wanted to just wow, do some research to really Sean. see how they got man. to this. Yes. Self-plug, man. <laughs> that's, that's just rude <clears throat> as hell. That's so many others you could have picked, but you picked that one. Okay. Yep. And uh, it's pretty interesting, man. You know, they use, they use it in a bunch of different things, man. They actually uh, use them in baths. They, like, slice them and put floating what? lemons inside their hot baths and just let the aroma yeah that actually sounds great 
Yeah. When's the last time you took a hot shower and just cut up fruit just to put inside the bathtub? Uh, tomorrow. <laughs> Your boy's going to go to H-E-B in a little bit and get some fruit. And for those that know, H-E-B is uh, a local uh, grocery store in Texas. And um, it is the largest private employer in Texas. So there's a lot of them in Texas. They are the yeah. There was like the question mark because as I said it, I was like, I don't know if this is a real fact or not. Like I know that they're like, I know they're the largest employer, but the actual way that I said that, there was definitely some skepticism that you might have heard. Oh yeah, there was. It might be. Um, But yeah, so uh, everyone knew that you weren't confident. Everyone knew. Uh, all right, so when it comes to our favorite flavors, or like I was saying, favorite social smoke flavor, um, let's talk about a favorite accessory, and we'll keep it in the realm of what we were just talking about. Well, we're always talking about hookah, but let's say, what is our favorite hookah bowl, and por qué, or why? Por qué? Por qué? Oh, gosh, my favorite hookah bowl? Why do you got to ask me hard questions? Um, uh, that's how we get a podcast going, man. You got to start off with the, the heavy hitters. The, the, the head that's not even that heavy. <laughs> um, oh, gosh. There's so many options. Um, I probably have to say uh, probably one of my most used bowls, at least kind of over the scope of, of you know the last year or so, is probably the uh, Alpaca Medium Apache. Um it's just really solid all around. It's it's like it's it's a really good multi-purpose bowl and I don't I'm not the person who like has to have every bowl for every situation. I'm like, yeah, I only I think I only own like four or five actual bowls at my apartment or my house now. Um so I don't really go that hard. So I need something that's like multi-purpose, like not just for one thing and the medium Apache is just perfect for that. Smokes blonde well, smokes dark well. Um, you know, you, there's enough space in there to dense pack it. If you want to do a fluff pack, it's great for that. It just holds heat, smokes great. Perfect. Perfect, perfect. Okay. Well, uh, I think mine kind of lines up a little bit with yours, just just in the scope of the company where they're produced from. But uh, my favorite hookah bowl that I use in the office anytime that someone comes in the coals that are sitting on top of my bowl or the coals. Yeah. Anyways, it's the Rook bowl. <laughs> I was trying to find a smart way to come around to that, but it's a, uh, <clears throat> it's definitely the Rook bowl. Uh, that's what I use in the office every day. Now, when it comes to my home sessions, I don't use foil at home. I actually only use my Lotus at home. So the Vitria would definitely be, I would say 50, 50, cause I definitely have a bowl in the office and I definitely have a bowl at home. So to say which bowl I use every day, it is almost an even split between the Vitria and the Alpaca Rook bowl. And that kind of goes to just what you were saying before about it being, um, just trying to find a bowl that you can use for everything. Um, you know, when we're testing out flavors or if we're testing out mixes, it's just, you don't want to go and try and find, oh, I need to find a good bowl that I can dense pack something in, you know, something that has a wider spire, something that prevents foil drag. The Rook Bowl, it's a classic funnel bowl. It has some grooves for your airflow, and that's all you need. You can toss some Starbuzz in there, Social Smoke, Tangiers, whatever you want. And um, yeah, you know, before the Lipped version came out, I was definitely putting a Lotus on top of it. 
Um, but now that we have the secure wall from the lip version, the LaRook, you can go ahead and use that if you really like to use your HMD for all your sessions. But I think just a classic standard Rook bowl in your cabinet will have you set to go with any sort of shisha tobacco that you would enjoy. So yeah, alpaca Rook and alpaca Apache. The, the picks of Sean. Sean's. The, the Sean's is his, is his staff picks. <laughs> staff picks. <laughs> staff picks. <laughs> and uh, speaking of bowls, uh, uh, this goes kind of talking about news on the site, but oh my gosh, we have Tangier's bowls again. <clears throat> yes, we are stocked up on Tangier's bowls, and we've actually got some new colors that came in on this batch that I have not seen before. There's a Hyansith. I don't even know if I'm saying that right, um, but Couldn't it's kind of like you. a, <laughs> it's almost like a glowing pink purple. I mean, it's a really, really Ooh. pretty bowl. Uh, we've got some black and yellow. There's a Turkish amber. I mean, there's definitely some, some unique colors in that setup. And uh, they are still, uh, for the people that don't know, they are made in the USA with American clay. Um, and they're made by Tangiers for Tangiers, you know, FUBU style. Basically, when Tangiers made their tobacco, they're like, this needs to be dense packed in a funnel bowl, and here's your bowl. So they kind of gave you both components, and they really launched things for the funnel bowl market. Um, and they're the people that also put the PH in funnel. So if you're ever reading a page and you're like, that is not how you spell funnel, that is how funnel is spelled kind of just in the realm of hookah. And... Uh, Tangiers is the person responsible for that, and it kind of just stuck with the hookah community, and that's just how we call funnel bowls funnel. It's just a funnel. Um, but, uh, you know, we've got three different sizes. We've got this really, really small Pico, which has been around for, for a little bit, but it's the smallest, smallest bowl. Um, and it's really just, you know, that lunch break smoke, the little quick session, um, or if you're just trying out Tangiers flavors, you don't want to use everything in you know one large bowl you use the pico um, and then there's also the small the small is the most commonly used one i think that's the one that me and you both have have in our possession that we use um, from time to time mm-hmm. um, but then there's also the medium which is i would say for someone that has time on their hands and they want to smoke for a long time the medium is a jumbo bowl um, and actually, like when I when I met Eric the first time, uh, the creator of Tangiers, he had a big old medium bowl of cashmere peach, and Ooh. apparently that bowl had been smoking for four and a half hours, and he was still chiefing. So oh if you want gosh. a long lasting hookah session, or if you want a bowl that's gonna you know have the capacity to hold a lot of shisha, this ain't a, a lunch break kind of bowl. <laughs> this is no, you gotta have a is... weekend. Like. <laughs> you've completed work at around six o'clock p.m. and you are looking to smoke until midnight so this is the bowl that you uh prepare um but yeah and then something you were working on pretty hard last week was uh setting up a, a completely new hookah category on the site yeah yeah so uh some small point of pride here small point of pride uh mm-hmm. yeah so essentially something that a lot of uh, a lot of customers have asked for and uh what a lot of you guys have, have kind of requested is a better and easier way to kind of purchase hookahs that can go to like two three four hose hookahs um you know a lot of you guys like to smoke with friends you know have a have a couple hoses on there and make things a little bit easier for you um and, you know, for a while, you know, admittedly, it was somewhat complicated. You know, there's a bunch of adapters and 
different sizes and some hookahs can and some hookahs can't. Well, over the past, I don't even know how long, um, I've essentially been compiling a list of most, if not all, the hookahs that can go to multi-hose like configurations and uh, and kind of pre-configuring them to come with essentially everything you need. So it's a lot easier now. Um, it's uh, it's pretty uh, pretty straightforward, pretty self-explanatory. Um, you know, you just uh, kind of pick how many hoses you want with it on the page, and you'll get everything you need. Damn. Well, I'm sure that's definitely going to help some some parties out because I feel like that's when uh, you bust God, out the multi hose. God, I when... hope so. <laughs> that's when you have it. I worked right? hard on that. <laughs> Or you have it set up, you know, when you're watching a movie, you don't want to feel like passing the hose back and forth. You just maintain your own hose. And, uh, yeah, and the best thing about it is that in these setup things, you can correct me if I'm wrong, this would set you up to have a hose where you don't have to have your thumb over the mouth tip, right? That is uh, that is absolutely correct. Um, all the ones we have kind of set up right now are uh, the, the quote-unquote auto seal technology uh, that a lot of adapters have nowadays. There's a, there's a little ball bearing in there that... Uh, Kind of plugs the hose for you when you're not smoking it, so you don't have to sit there and you know plug the hole you know with your thumb or have like a like a hose plug in there. It just kind of does it for you. So perfect, yeah. I mean, because that's definitely I think back to my early early days of of hookah, 2006, 2007, and that was. I mean, we had a four hose hookah, and everyone always had their thumb on the mouth tip, and it was always like. Who doesn't have their thumb on that? Come on now. I'm trying to smoke. Like I don't care how like, long you've known somebody. When somebody doesn't have their thumb on the hose, you just lose all trust. You just, you just lose. All right. All right. Who doesn't have their thumb on the hose? No, it's it ain't like, me. So let, me see, let me see the hose. Let me see it. Let me see it. Thumbs up. Let me see. Yeah. Let me see. Put your hose in the air. Who is it? Come on, Chuck. God, Chuck. It's always <laughs> Chuck. <laughs> But yeah, that would definitely be, you know, something that would ruin, I feel like, uh, a setting is to constantly keep reminding someone, like, hey, hey, thumb, thumb, hey, thumb. Oh, for <laughs> hey, sure. You, thumb. Um, so yeah, when it comes to that, um, kind of something I was bringing up, and I think we'll probably bring up, you know, each podcast is just, I was just saying, you know, smoking while watching a movie is, have you watched anything recently? Because <laughs> just like probably some of you all that are listening, we sit and smoke and watch things so um a lot of things yes a lot of things we smoke uh, we watch a lot Um, (laughs) uh, for me oh oh, no you you go you go okay uh so for me uh last night i actually uh uh me and the girlfriend watched uh what i think is just cinematic gold just pure cinematic it should be in the hall of fame whatever it should win all the awards and it was the 2007 film put out by Sony Animated Pictures. Surf's Up. Uh, oh, Surf's there we Up. Go. That is a phenomenal movie. It's so good. Surfing penguins and like chickens and shit. Like, yes, yeah, so I would say the chicken want? was the best character. He was just this stoner chicken that just didn't care. And it was so funny. Oh, it's so good, just all around. It is. It is absolutely a phenomenal movie. I enjoyed it thoroughly. It was. Oh man, I don't know how I'd never seen it before, but it was just. I mean, it had a good. Oh wait, that was your first time. Yeah, I'd never seen that before. Like this was like this was just like new to me. Like I mean, it had a good cat. It had Shia LaBeouf. It had Jeff Bridges. 
Zoe Deschanel, which I don't really like that much, but you know, whatever. Um, You're not a new girl fan? I'm not, man. I'm man, not. That's a good show. I don't know. It's it's <laughs> like like Winston. I think she ruins it. Like the rest of the cast is good in that show. If it was to show about them, it'd be funny. But like I don't <laughs> like her. Uh, but, but whatever. Jess has to be there. Okay, sorry. Continue. <laughs> whatever. I'm not trying to piss off people in our audience because I don't like New Girl and everybody has a crush on Zoe Deschanel. <sighs> Can you hear the bitter? Can you hear the bitterness? <laughs> Something she did something to you. I feel like who hurt you? <laughs> <laughs> um, um, all right, so you got Surfs Up, yeah, um, and then kind of uh, from that same production company, uh, Sony Animated Pictures. Um, another, I think probably my favorite movie of the year of oh, 2018, technically, uh, Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. Got the uh, got yeah. got the Blu-ray. Girlfriend got the Blu-ray. I shouldn't take credit. um so she picked up the blu-ray uh man and it is it is a good it is just i mean it's a phenomenal movie anyway but that blu-ray is 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 good it's a solid one definitely worth the money i would say Um, that movie in theaters man that one i i really enjoyed that movie but i have to say the first i would say 20 minutes of that movie i was constantly nudging my girl and just asking her if she bought the right tickets because (laughs) i was i was almost a hundred percent positive that we were in a 3d movie without 3d glasses because <laughs> i was like <laughs> these lines on the side like something's not adding up like i feel like my eyes are tripping out really hard it's a little hard to focus and then you know it started to just kind of realize what they were doing there but for a good while i was like we're in the wrong movie this is <laughs> this ain't it we're, we're supposed to have glasses we're messing this whole thing up i'm gonna have a headache at the end of this movie but uh yeah it's there's definitely they did a lot of they spent a lot of time with the art for that oh, movie for sure um but for surfs up man that is a that is a classic classic movie um for me surfs up is uh back in the day uh in the xbox days i'm definitely still an xbox fanboy but um i was in the achievement hunters i was basically just trying to get as many achievement points as possible which is for the people that don't know is a cle- achieving or completing different objectives within a game to earn points um surf's up was one of the easiest games that you could get a full 1000 achievement points out of and i played that game i got my achievements and that's where most people turned off the game. But I got to say, for like a good month or two after that, <laughs> I was still playing that game. <laughs> it's not even a good game, but for some reason, I had spent the time. And it was just one of those like throwaway games. Like, you don't even have to really look. Like, you just keep unlocking achievements. But man, I looked, I watched, <laughs> I kept playing. You were it into no, it. it, it <laughs> there was it no online. It, yeah, there was no online presence. There was nothing, you know, for that game. You're really just surfing and scoring points that's all that you that's all that you're doing but yeah that was uh yeah i'm glad that you got to see that though that's that's really awesome um for me uh i saw us which was uh, the jordan peele uh movie the horror movie which i will say i i wouldn't put it in the category of horror i would definitely put it in the category of suspense um but it was a very very good movie um i enjoyed it it's definitely one of the ones that i instantly wanted to just go back and sit back down in the theater and just say run it one more time just Just feel like i missed some things just one more time so we've watched things we've smoked 
And uh, as always, we're going to do the what did you learn in hookah? And um, I guess I'm going to kick this one off because I've got kind of a story to go with this one. Um, When you go to smoke a hookah and you take an inhale and it feels a little airy, What's the first thing you do? You check, you make sure, what's the water level like? Is my hose in? Where are these air leaks coming from? And once you've identified that there's no leaks and whatnot, you kind of just continue smoking and hope that it might get a little bit better. But after a while, if it's not working, you should definitely, definitely pause and just give it a good thorough check. Um, one of the things that I'm referencing was a hookah that was uh, prepared at the office and you know smoking smoking this isn't the bowl that i prepared um but we're smoking nor, and nor uh, me nor me i just put that out there <laughs> uh, might, might sound like me but not me <laughs> and, you know we're just smoking i'm just like man this is just so airy it's just so bizarre and there's just a strong amount of heat on top of the bowl you know to make up for the lack of uh air loss you know to kind of just keep trying to heat up the bowl and you know there's clouds but it just definitely seems like something's wrong and I go to purge, and the purge just seemed to just work without any effort, any effort. I mean, I barely even, you know, blew into the hose, and it definitely just, you know, smoke is already coming out the purge valve. So I unscrew the purge valve of this Khalil Mamoon, and there is no purge ball in there. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> that is, that's sad. That's a sad. rookie mistake. It's <laughs> definitely mistake. a rookie mistake. Um, but... You know, it happens to all of us. So, as always, just check your hookah. Just, just, just check, check your hookah. Just check you know, it. You, you never know. And, you know, this this goes in the opposite way as well, because if your purge ball is ever stuck uh, in your hookah, or if it's not, you know, allowing you to purge your hookah, your <clears> hookah <throat> will definitely get um, hot, hotter um, than it needs to be uh, if you can't purge it. And, uh, yeah, so, as always, just check your stuff. Keep it clean. You know, if you haven't cleaned your purge ball in a while, just clean that little valve out, polish the ball up, maybe switch it to a plastic BB if you're using a metal one to prevent any sort of rust. But other than that, just just make sure you have a purge. Yeah, and mine, weirdly <laughs> enough, purge related. <laughs> uh, so kind of uh, kind of going off that same train of a uh, train of thought there. Uh, if your purge ball ever does get stuck. Um, and, you know, you can't purge, you know, you're blowing in, you know, lightly and it's just not happening. Don't force it. So I learned, remember the fundamentals. Because this is just, don't force a purge. Don't blow super hard into your hookah because you will shoot water out the top. You will ruin the bowl. The coals will go out. Your sheesh is going to be waterlogged and gross. And just Hold on. But wait, is this something that you already know? Uh, I mean, it's it's something that I remembered. But apparently uh, I forgot it. Oh. <laughs> because I did this two days ago. <laughs> two days ago. I tried to force a purge on my good old Pharaoh's Griffin. Stupid hookah betrayed me, but I still love it. <laughs> How'd that work out for you? Yeah, launch water straight into the lotus. It was not. <laughs> I was like, I just packed the bowl. I was like, my last bit of shisha. And I was like, all right, this is what we're doing today, and I just went to bed. Like, just... and actually knowing Sean and smoking with Sean, uh, if he goes to purge, it's it something better happen because he's going at yeah. it with full force, 
and there's no light yeah. purge for me there's, there's no like quick one to check it's not it's full on like it's yeah. it's no it's yeah the three pigs have no chance against you no absolutely not I, I i chief through bowls like it's nobody's business it's it was so embarrassing i was so i'm just happy it didn't happen at work man like I just, I would have definitely peeked out the room and been like, ah, ha, ha, I would like ah. at least three people would have laughed at me like at the same time. Like I'm so happy with the home bowl, but like, <laughs> so yeah, just yeah. uh, you know, don't force it. It shouldn't have to be forced. And if uh, you feel like you need to, double check it. Yeah, double check it because you can always just unscrew it, remove the ball yourself. You know, with your fingers. That requires no blowing, and there's no water exploding anywhere. You just you know. Rub it, make sure that there's nothing, you know, preventing it from moving and letting air pass by it. But, you know, after that, you're all good. So, yes, the moral of the story today is check your stuff. Check it. Check it. Even if you've got a super expensive hookah, it's okay. It happens there, too. It happens there, too. Um, You know, I've experienced, you know, a purge getting stuck on very expensive glass hookahs and you're like hey wait a minute i paid this much for this it should it should work but no it happens you know you're dealing with water and glass or metal and you know something some things might stick every once in a while so once again check your stuff check your stuff (laughs) and with that ladies and gentlemen i think we have reached the end of episode two i would say the water is sitting right above our shin not covering not quite her knees. me yeah not quite yeah. knee level yet but we're getting there right we're at the cusp cusp, cusp. all right yeah so i got plethora and cusp and this one two new words for you probably <laughs> not new at all but you know <laughs> it's something something Call different so <laughs> any closing statements my friend uh just thanks for listening guys thanks for uh coming back a second time around and uh you know not uh not turn it off the moment that you uh turn it on so <laughs> yep and um yeah thank you uh for listening uh once again we've got new tangiers bulls and a whole multi-hose category built by sean not me but sean but me and, but you and also you can check out that staff pick japanese yuzu by smoker pass <laughs> <laughs> that shameless self-plug in our shisha tobacco section just look for the picture that says staff picks. All right. So we will catch you on the next Hookah Shisha podcast. Thank you for listening. And Thanks again, we'll guys. We'll see you later. Take it easy, y'all. Bye.